Hello and Happy New Year. It is 2024. This is Mad Props. This isn't how it usually starts. I know some people may be a little confused, um, but it's me and Kyle sitting here. And if you guys are sketching up fans or Southern Hospitality fans or Snubble Studio fans, you know who Kyle is. If not, you're going to learn a little more about him and what he's doing here and what he does overall and stuff like that. But because if you remember, if you guys listened to the last episode with Matt Sheldon, I said that this episode is not really going to be like super heavy. It's not going to be anything like that. It's going to be very much like updates and what's going on in the future and stuff like that. So that's kind of what we're going with here. But I guess unconventionally, I'll introduce everybody to Kyle Scott. He is our co-host of sketching up the host of Southern hospitality, the in-house beat maker although we haven't used you in a while for that Not but the the, the beat uh, is your beat an original like for southern hospitality that's a it's a kyle scott original all of them are and then sketching up is 100%. mad props is not nope. I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry it's not nope. it's a it's not really a hip-hop beat it's very much a ska beat it's all right so it's a little different but this is a little unconventional, the way I'm doing it. Do you still want to start the show the same way we usually do? I mean... Do you want your special beginning like everyone else gets? Do you want your special open being on the show? Heck yeah, I want my special opening. Let's do it. Let's cut to the credits. Yeah, your boy Kyle Scott. Welcome to the show. Episode 56 of Mad Props in the year 2024. Kyle, you got your special open. You got your special. One take, too. One take. For all everybody knows. One take. <laughs> One, take. One, One take. One take for all everybody knows. So Kyle's on here because, one, we want to talk about Southern Hospitality. Two, we're going to talk about Schnabel Studios. And three, he's just going to be here kind of being a co-host with me today. So might not be the longest episode of Mad Props, but that's okay. Uh, you'll get a little special treat at the end, um, and you'll be happy with that, I guess, for 2024. <laughs> so that's what it's going to be. But so in this episode, we're kind of going to go over Mad Props a little bit in the beginning here, um, talk about like the future of the show and where the show's direction's kind of going. It's going to be very quick. And then we're going to go into Kyle. We're going to let him talk about Southern Hospitality, other things that he's doing, maybe have a little conversation and go from there. All right, I've said it like four times we're going to do. So let me go right into the Mad Props. First of all, if you don't already, follow us on Instagram, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter now. At Mad Props Pod on all of those. We're on all three uh, platforms. Go follow us there. You can also follow Schnabel Studios on anything, including those three platforms, which is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can follow us on LinkedIn and subscribe to us on YouTube as well. And TikTok, you can find us as well. So you can find us on everything Schnabel Studios. If you want to follow the podcast uh, personally, at Mad Props Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter slash X, that's where you're going to find it. Hey, subscribe to the YouTube channel, man. The more subscribers are get, the more we could do for you. And we're getting up there. It's definitely been a big year. That's another thing we're going to talk about here in a second uh, with Mad Props. But it's been getting up there. We're doing great. Um, so go subscribe. So let's get right into it. First of all, the growth of Mad Props, Kyle, this year has been, it's been phenomenal. We kind of talk about it on the upcoming Sketching Up. You're going to hear it in two days. We talk a little bit about the, the growth of Schnabel Studios, and in particular, Mad Props. But, man... 
Schnabel Studios YouTube page had 53 subscribers in August of 2023. Okay. We are now at about 200 subscribers in January of 2024. Little jumpy jump. We are jumping. We are jumping up in subscribers. Um, We've really started to figure out what we're doing, and and we're posting. It, It really coincides with the posting consistently on things of of the growth of all the pages and stuff like that like we have a youtube short come out basically every single day we have um a post come out on each platform every single day individually now that was something i changed up it used to be they were all combined posts now each page is going to have its own personal identity, its own personal pages and stuff like that. And Schnabel Studios will have its stuff as well that you can go. So you can still follow as it's going, but it's going to have its own its own stuff going on. But the Schnabel Studios Instagram page had like 90 followers. Now it's over 220. Uh, Mad Props didn't exist until October on Instagram. It's at 100 Southern Hospitality didn't exist on Instagram until probably later than that, almost December. And it has like 70 followers, 60 followers, something like that. So it's getting up there. It's really great to see. We had our first big post, thanks to Matt Sheldon, which you can listen to Matt Sheldon on the previous episode of Mad Prop. So if you want to listen to that, you can stop now and go back and listen and then come back here. But in the previous episode, he shared one of the posts. It got over 30,000 views, over 1,000 likes on Instagram. It's our first in the entire realm of Schnabel Studios, as our first big video, I was super. This is this is great that you're on here because we could talk about this, but also mm-hmm. like you were there when it happened. We were on air record, where we were no pre-show recording, mm-hmm. and we were talking about like getting video seen and getting podcasts listened to. And then I look at my phone, and I'm like, dude, Matt, Sh- Matt Sheldon just shared one of our posts, and it's at like twenty five thousand views. It's fine. <laughs> It was crazy. It was crazy to see. Like, it was just like literally that quick. Like, just look down and boom, it just blew up. So, thank you, Matt, for doing that, by the way. But, um, so we had our first big video. We're consistently getting over a thousand, thousand watches, two thousand watches, and stuff like that. So, we're doing, we're doing good. That's the growth, um, of, of Schnabel Studios as a whole. Mad props. And don't worry, we're going to get to Southern Hospitality. I need to go over mine first. Mad Props has grown great, too. I mean, we were getting 15 to 20 listens. Our last episode has over 300 downloads for 400 downloads or something like that. Um, a couple episodes the of the last six, I think four of them have over 400 downloads or listens, which is crazy. Like it's we're 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 starting to get a nice group. But thank you guys that are all here. If you're here, if you're coming back. And you're here now. We really appreciate you being here. So it's really been a big growth. I'm excited for 2024. This is the first time I've I've said this on air. And I've been waiting for this episode specifically of what we're going to do in 2024. Because we have some big ideas. And I'm going to just say them now because they're going to be so much fun. And I want people to get hyped for them. One of the big ideas is we're going to start going on location to do interviews. So when we have our next Scott Koblish on, our next, like, uh, comic book artist or something we're going to interview them from like a local comic con we're going to interview them from the local theater they're at and stuff like that it's going to be a really fun way to get like right up and personal with not only the fans that are going to be listening but the but the person itself and 
the thing that's most exciting for me is it's going to be in-person interviews, which is like I've only had in, in the 55 episodes. This is episode 56. In the 55 previous episodes, one ever in person, ever. Mm. Out of 50, 50, there's 55 episodes, 53 interviews. And one of them ever has been in person. That was Jordan Thompson, the Gonzaga soccer player. That's it. Now professional. But actually, she was professional at the time, too. But that was the only person that has been in person interview. Everyone else is over. So this is going to be exciting. I think interviews are more exciting in person and stuff like that. So very excited for all that. That is a huge thing we're going to be doing. And the other thing, not going to spoil too much of it, we're going to have some little clips on our social media pages specifically for mad props that are going to be weekly or monthly little series that are going to continue. One of the ideas is actually, I'm not going to say any of the ideas. I don't, I don't want to even put them out there. Just, you're going to have to go follow mad props pod on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter, and you're going to find them there. It's going to be exciting though. It's going to be exciting. So, that's what Mad Props has going. Thank you, everybody, that are listening. I know that kind of dragged on for a minute there, but thank you, everybody, that's listening now. Thank you, everybody, that's listening before. If you're new, if you're from the future, and you're coming back and listening to old episodes, thank you for listening and being here and checking out old episodes because that's always great, too. Let's get the listens up on those as well. Now, let's go back to the guest that got his own personal opening like everybody else did. Kyle has been hosting Southern Hospitality for, I think it's been six months of mm-hmm. Southern Hospitality. Yeah, about six so it's about a, a half a year. He does it once once a month with uh, Dope Chris Taylor, mm-hmm. his boy down in Atlanta. 100%. And he could tell you more about, there was just an episode that came out, sorry, episode just came out last Friday. Mm-hmm. He could tell you a little more about the show itself, about what they talk about, about all that stuff. Kyle, the floor is yours. Bet. So like, for everybody who don't know, I'm Kyle Scott, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Co-host a bunch of basically half of Schnabel Studios. I'm just Again, it's gonna to... it's gonna be soon actually half of yeah. Schnabel Studios. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm saying co-host on, on sketching up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm the host of Southern Hospitality. I also yeah. you know what I'm saying host a little thing called We Might Get Canceled. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of so hats can we wear. can we officially say that's that's a thing now? Like can we say it? Can we do it? Is that going to be a thing? Man, bump it! It's a thing, bro. It's a thing, bro. A new, look at that. New show announcement right here on Mad new Props. Series, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? New series right. on Schnabel Studios. We might get canceled. Now, you can listen. Sorry to interrupt. You can listen to You Might Get Canceled on the Sketching Up feed of podcasts. There are three episodes out there. So if you want to get a taste of what's coming, go back and listen to those. And then Kyle will be hosting a new podcast, We Might Get Canceled. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Details to, details to come. Yeah, details, definitely details to come. Definitely details to come. You know what I'm saying? Um, conspiracy. So we'll 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 go on Southern Hospitality, then we'll go on to we might. Yeah, let's listen. start with let's start with the one that's you know out saying? there and, and active. Southern Hospitality. You know what I'm saying? It's a Southern podcast. You know what I'm saying? By Southerners for everybody. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say by Southerners for Southerners, but it's not. It's for everybody. Um, we talk about everything, really, honestly. Like we talk about conspiracy theory stuff. We talk about a lot of anime, a lot of rap music. You know what I'm saying? Just how to just just how to live in Atlanta, really. Like our last episode, we we went from talking about anime to talking about how to deal with police. You know what I'm saying? 
in, in Georgia. You feel me? Like not nothing super political or crazy, but you know what I'm saying? When you see when you see certain letters, you need to slow down. You feel me? Like I, I'll give you an example. Like if you see a regular cop, sure you do what you do at twelve. You see Georgia State Patrol, you see GSP, chill out, slow down. You know what I'm saying? Take a little bass out your voice. Be a little humble. Because one thing about GSP we learned from just living, they will hawk you down in their repossessed drug dealer car. So, like, you know how you know, you know how you hear a bunch of people talking, oh, they got track hawks and hellcats? Yeah, they do too. They got Durangos now. Seeing somebody with a Durango is wild. He hawked the dude down. It was beautiful. It's like watching real life cops. But yeah, um, Southern Hospitality, just a Southern Southern podcast with two Southerners just talking about Southern stuff and being crazy. That that was great because if anybody doesn't know what you're talking about, go listen to Southern Hospitality. Like if they're like if they listen to what you just said and they're like kind of following, but I'm not completely following. It's okay. Go listen to Southern Hospitality. You'll go. You'll go. You'll go hear about all that stuff. All so you'll get it. Go. Go listen. Go listen, and you'll get it. You'll get it right then and there. So, how did you decide that you want to do Southern Hospitality? What made you decide to start it, and why are you doing it with uh, Chris Taylor? Okay, so Southern Hospitality. Well, first off, for anybody who doesn't know, Chris has been my boy since what 2013. Man, we first met each other like 2013. Like, so, like, me and Chris go back, like, two flats. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Chris is, all, me and Chris have always just had, like, just long talks. Just long talks. This has my, been my boy. So, he was just like, man, Kyle, you might as well, you know what I'm saying, get on a little pod. He's like, dog, you got great opinions. You're you're entertaining. You're funny. You might as well. And I was like, all right, schnobble. I'm going to rock with you one, one good time for the one time. So, I popped on um, sketching up a few times. I was just a reoccurring guest. You know what I'm saying? Friend of the show. Then after a while, Schnabel was like, I mean, you kind of, you kind of a staple of the show. You're kind of, you made yourself a little pillar. You might as well stand on your pillar and, you know what I'm saying? Stand next to the rest of us. So I was like, bet. I'll throw this banner on my back one time. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's how I got on the sketching up, which is beautiful. And then from sketching up spawned Southern Hospitality because he was like, man, he was like, man, Kyle, I love how you, I love that energy you got, man. I think you should get your own show. And me, at first, I was like, eh, me hosting the show? Because I've, I've hosted um, sketching up a few times. It was pretty funny how I how I opened it up, you know what I'm saying? Real, real unseasoned, real unseasoned. But it's all good. It's all good. I'm seasoned now. Like, this, it's easy now. But, like, back then, it was a little bit of a struggle. I was a little scary scared. But it's all good. Because scary money don't make no money. And we now we're making money now. You're cooking with gas. So, <laughs> I just love that you're like in the middle of it. You're like, oh, hold on, time out. <laughs> no cuts there. Yeah, no cuts. Um, but yeah, man, you know what I'm saying. We have a good time on Southern Hospitality. We have a great time, like dog. But yeah, Schnabel was like, dog. You need to talk about more stuff that you like. You know what I'm saying? Like anime, rap. He really wanted me to talk about rap a lot. So we're we're going to talk more about music because we have some really, really hot takes on music, some fun takes on music. We know a lot about music. Me and Schnabel has had hours and hours upon conversations about the rappers that your favorite rappers don't even know about. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, 
something something where me and me and my boy Schnabel can can do something fire. And then like the reason why I got my boy Chris Taylor on, me and Chris Taylor go back go back to high school. Like he was I met him through his younger brother because his younger brother is one of my best friends. So like I met actually fun story because I'm too bad he's not here to to I'm gonna bring him back on here on Mad Props so he can give you his side of the story. I met Chris at a riot, by the way. Schnabel. Did I ever tell you the story? Um, no, I have, I have no idea what's going on. Oh, okay, bet. So let me tell you the story, how me and Chris, me and dope Chris Taylor met. So, like, I knew Chris because, you know what I'm saying, because his brother, me and his brother used to have, like, me and his brother was, like, inseparable. So, like, um, so I would see Chris here and there because, you know, being at your boy's house, he was there because it's his brother. So, like, I would see him and, like, Chris was totally different than how me and his brother TJ were. Totally different. Like, was in the band, read books, hung out with the good kids. Me and TJ was out there wilding, having a grand old time. Um, <clears throat> living like Chief Keith. It was great. Um, so, like, Chris one day, we, we wanted to go to this basketball game with our crosstown rival. And so um, my mom was like, you're definitely not driving my car over there because no telling what kind of stupidness would ensue. So I was like, bet. I said, well, we're going with Chris. Chris is a good kid. My mom knew Chris. So she was like, well, you know what? I don't think Chris ain't going to let y'all do nothing real, real stupid. So sure. So we go there. Now, mind you, Schnabel, as soon as we turned in to the school for the game, he almost breaks his axle. Because he misses the turn. So he's a sky. And he almost breaks his axle going over this median. <laughs> First thing. Second thing. We, <laughs> I think, did we win the game? No, we lost the game. So we're at their place. And we lost and we lost to them in football that same year. So they were sitting there chanting, just like football. You know what I'm saying? That's fighting words in the South. Just. You don't lose football games to your crosstown rival, and then they troll you. That that doesn't that doesn't go well in the South. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's not a good thing. That's, that's how civil wars start. Um. So, um, sorry, sorry, Snapple. That was a fun joke for myself. That's how civil wars start. So, um, while that little crosstown civil war was going on, um, outside all chaos ensued because we just I just see one dude from my school just just sneaks another dude in his just his jaw and it just pops this whole thing off it literally looked like it was it was a riot like it was to the point to where like think about probably around 500 or so people or really kids 500 or so kids just high school kids all in one area just brawling with each other like yeah yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm fighting three people at one time. My boy TJ is over there, like, punching people, running, punching people. Like, he looted a few people, allegedly. So, like, it was craziness. Like, it was, like, crazy. Like, to the point to where, like, 12 came. Like, the helicopters was there. It was on the news. They had drug dogs there. Like, it was nuts. Like, so, once 12 got there... And the fun part about Chris and um, TJ's family is one of their uncles is a sheriff in the county. <laughs> so, like, he ran for, like, the actual, like, 
whole office. Like, he has a whole political office now, which is funny. At the time, he was just a sheriff. So, like, he was like, he's, so when 12 came, the first thing I thought about, I said, oh, my mama's going to see me on the news. And I just told her I was not going to be a nothing stupid. And here I am in the middle of a riot fighting people. Like, dog, I got, I'm literally like surrounded by like people, like five other people. And I'm just like throwing rocks and hitting people with stuff. Like, it's nuts. So like we end up, so we, we're in the front of the school. He parks in the back of the school. Me and him have to like, me, all three of us have to like run through this crowd of just chaos. Just getting hit. We're punching people as we're running out of this thing. Because the only thing we did not want to do is get arrested. Because those people getting arrested. Like, I watched a cop tackle a group. Of, like, I watched some cops tackle some kids, arrest them jokers. Like, they was hauling people off. Because it was like, like, the school was getting destroyed. Like, cars was going, like, cars was getting broken into. Like, it was stupid. We hop in the car. He almost bust the axle again coming out. And that's how I met Chris. And that's how you met Dope Chris Taylor. And now you guys have a podcast together. Now we're podcasting together and it's beautiful. So like, you know, that's how, that's the basis of our relationship. You know, like getting into riots, getting out of riots. Also, also you, you, you're, you produce Chris Taylor's music. I do produce his music now. So it's pretty fun. So like we do a lot of stuff. Like tomorrow we're going to a, um, we're going to a little music festival thing downtown Atlanta. So like, that's my boy. That's my boy, man. Like, so like, I wanted to bring him along because he, A, he knows me for real, for real. Like he know my mama, auntie, siblings, all that. Just like I know his mama, auntie, siblings, all that. And like, he knows a lot about rap music. Like just as much as me and Schnobbs does. So like bringing him on was, it's just, it's, it's just fun. Like, Schnabel met him a few times. Like it's 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 really fun because it's kind of like it's weird watching like yin and yang because he's all nice and calm and chill. He'll get a little rowdy, but me, I'm over here just like, what? You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's beautiful. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like this is my boy, man. And he just makes everything fun for me, and he keeps me. And, up and now you guys, you do the music, you do that. But let's talk a little bit about that about you and I. You yeah. and I meet. I, 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 I could take some of this if you want. Go ahead, take it. You want know, to take some of this? Okay, so, so we met at the University of New Haven at a transfer event because we're both transfer students. I transferred from Gainesville, Florida. You were from Massachusetts, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember either school. I don't remember Back the school college. I went to either. You were there. I went to Santa Fe. Santa Fe. There you go. Yeah. I got it. And we met at Duck Pin Bowling where it was me, you, and one other person. Yep. Now I'm gonna say a name. You let me know if this was the if you remember the name of the person. All right. Mm-hmm. I believe the person's name was Bobby. I believe. Blonde Bobby. hair. Kind of skinny. Oh no! Yeah. That's somebody else. No. Was he yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Was he like chubby? Like like not not boy. not skinny like yeah not no, skinny, skinny skinny but, but like. like Regular dude with a slight gut. Yeah. Yeah. Like kind of bigger hair. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know yeah. what you're talking about. Wow. I can't believe I remember that. So that kid was there too. But we we were the ones that were talking the whole day. Actually, you know who else was there? Was Joe Brown. 
who is a friend of every show on Schnapple oh, Studios. Yeah. We didn't know him yet, but Joe Brown was also there at this time. And it was duck pin bowling. It was ridiculous. We just kind of chilled. We didn't do yeah. the duck pin bowling. I don't think at all, actually. No, we but didn't. me and you got to talking, and we had a lot in common. And we ended up chilling after that a couple of times, and we became friends. And then the next year... And, and is you roomed with Brandon Gill, another friend of the show. And I was really good friends with Brandon. Mm-hmm. And that's how we, and I mean, we already hit it off before then because the year before that is like when we discovered like chance the rapper, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like we, we, yeah discovered, we discovered him at the same time, like together. Yeah. Together. We listened to, I want to say it was, was it favorite juice? song. Was it I favorite it was song favorite or song. juice? It was favorite song because we listened to it because of being on yeah, yeah, yeah. we listened to it because of Charles Gambino, and we're like, dude, the dude he's rapping with is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it's Chance the Rapper, and uh, yeah, and this was like, so this was like right when Ten Day was really coming out. Remember, his favorite mm-hmm. song came out like way before, way acid, before rap. acid Rap, and uh, then it was on Acid Rap, obviously, and the rest is history, especially for Chance the Rapper, but <laughs> it's also for us. <laughs> but that's how we met. And then we became good friends, and we would talk all the time, visit each other. You went back down to Atlanta. I was up Mm -hmm. in Massachusetts. And we've only actually physically seen each other. You could probably count on one hand since college, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, because we used to see each other every day. Every day. We'd still talk just about every day. Believe it or not, outside of this, we we talk talk like every day. Yeah, we talk a lot, like all the time. Yeah, but but yeah, if I remember right, like there was a couple, one or two times when I when we were in college, I went to you, you came to me. Yeah, you came up twice. to Boston once. I came down to Atlanta once. When yeah, we were living in Athens, uh-huh. and then we saw each other because I had a layover that was canceled, and that yep. was like last year. That was just. I last think that's year. it. That's five. Yeah, it's five. Yeah, that is five. That's five times in in ten years. Isn't that crazy to think about? It doesn't That's feel like it, though. It, it doesn't. really doesn't feel like it. It, it feels doesn't. like I, I saw you like last week. But probably because we like we do this. We all talk the all the time. We do podcasting yeah. together. Uh, for those that don't know, like he he's second secondhand man here. Like it's Schnabel Studios, but it can easily have Kyle's name with it too. If if I didn't start it on my own years before this, it could have his name on it too. And maybe one day we'll change it. Who knows? Yeah, you but call it he, SNS. Well, SS Studios probably won't won't sit well. <laughs> oh yeah. If you know your history, if you know World War II, you probably don't want that. But I get what you're trying to go for there. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but anyway. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. But. You've been in a couple of off stages. Actually, yep. I lied. There's been more because we came down and filmed off stage as well. You, d- yeah. And that was another time. So that's six. So there that might be six. a couple I'm missing, but it's it's definitely under ten. Yeah, it's, it's definitely under 10. under ten. But anyway, we you've been in a couple off stages. You produced a ton of beats, including the off stage theme song, the sketching up theme song, the original when it, before Mad Props was Mad Props. It was off stage radio. You would produce that theme song, right. um, you, the Southern Hospitality theme song. You produced a ton of the stuff. Um, That's true. That we've done, and and you came on sketching up, and here we are now. Like not only do we talk all the time as friends, but we talk as business partners as well. So. 
It's it's crazy that it's taken 56 episodes to get you on mad props, but that's because if you're on Schnabel Studios, you can hear you literally all the time. <laughs> like I'm I'm on every show almost. Like yeah, you know you're gonna be on more shows than I am now because you're gonna have three. Dang, I only have two. Although we do we do share one. We share. But you'll one. have so, two. You'll have two outside of that. So you'll you'll be beating me technically two to one because we share sketching up. Right. Because I only have mad props. Although a little a little peek under the curtain this is a great place to do behind the scenes, right? We I did have a show that I was doing and recorded. Mm-hmm. I recorded it. It was a sports show because we don't have a sports show. I did a sports show. I recorded a sports show. It had guests on it, local guests. I think Chandler was a guest. Uh, my friend Dave was a guest, and then I had another person that was like a legitimate in the sports industry, like business, but. I had it had topics. One of the topics was: Is it that QBs stink this year, or is it that the defenses are just that much better? Um, my mine was that they changed the practices, and now guys are getting hurt because they can't prepare to get hit. And when they get hit, it's just your body's not ready for it. I personally feel it's two reasons. A, Let's I think it. it's a coaching problem. And I also think it's a lack of preparation, which I think is, uh, I'm going to say coaching problem in general. Let's just go with yeah. coaching problem. A, being a high school coach, I know I'm wearing many hats, guys. It's okay. I'm super smart. Oh, yes. Yeah. So before, before you get into that, you coach high school football. You've coached yeah. high school football for like seven or eight years now. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. In Georgia, by the way. So he's basically, he's basically a high-level college, low-end professional coach. Low-key. Um <laughs> So, like, for me, it's it's coaching because I'm watching pro athletes. Like, act like now, the team I just coached, it was, a, it was one of those rebuild kind of projects. So, it's like I got to see what the – what people would say is the bottom of the barrel. But it's really more just inexperienced. It's a bunch of old guys who are inexperienced, a bunch of juniors and seniors who are inexperienced. So, like, going – watching that and then watching the pros – it was so wild because I was looking, I was like, y'all have the same issues these high schoolers got. And so then my brain started to really think. Then I said, hmm, is this bad habits due to coaching or is this just bad habits due to you being more athletic than everybody up until now? I think it is a, a little bit of both. I This is the first year apparently since the CBA changed the practice thing. And it's like, you can't you don't get hit. hit and they can't practice as much either. And now they're getting hit at game speed and their body's not ready for it. You I think that's the big thing. Here's the deal. You can't, because to me, that still falls under coaching practice. You but the coaches can't, can't do anything about it, though. Well, yeah, you can't do anything about that. Yeah, like, yeah. but yeah, like rules is rules. Like in Georgia, we have some rules that we're just like, oh my God, this is so stupid. We mind it. Like we have a rule where you can only have like, 10 padded practices in the summer, right? Mm-hmm. Like we have, okay, that's cool, but you can, you could literally stagger that out the entire summer where you're yeah. just like, you might, as, you might as well just let us have full on practices because at the end of the day, that's what people are doing now with seven on seven combined with the padded practices combined with the non padded. You can put on little, little shoulder guards and it counts as a non padded practice. And you can still low-key hit if you want to. So you just, you got you just get around the system. It's easily way to get around the system. So, like, I watch high school coaches do that all the time. Illegal, very much. 
But are they are they stealing the practice time for their kids? Hundred percent. And that's something I think with and then a lot of the pro coaches, now this is just speculation from what I hear from other people. A lot of the pro coaches aren't real coaches. They're more schematic people. Like they know how to game plan, they can do this, they can, you know what I'm saying, they can write up, they can draw up a defense, they can tell you what coverage is. Because I'm a defense coach, I'm a D line coach. So everything's gonna be defensive perspective for people don't know. So like draw up a defense, blah, 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 can do all the coverages and all of this, but they can't coach technique to their position group. Or they can't teach that knowledge to the kids that they got. Or, sorry, to the players that they got. To be fair, they if you're a professional athlete, I mean, yes, you still need coaching. Uh, as a, From a baseball background, I understand. Like, even at the professional level, you sometimes need to be tweaked and stuff like that. But, like, you should need the deepest of, of – technique coaching when you become a professional i would know it should uh, be little stuff but you, what you got to realize is though in college especially i'm gonna say in high school but you can definitely do this in college you can out athlete somebody so like it's super well, that's bad why in high school. that's yeah. why they all look for division one athletes because yeah. like it's very hard to un- it's very hard for someone from tennessee to over over athlete somebody from alabama like yes alabama usually has better athletes but like you know you, you know what i'm saying they're, they're close yeah. to the same it's playing way level. closer in the same ballpark like so texas like, and alabama like yeah very but close. honestly that's why i like the transfer portal on nil because now there's more talent spread out you know what i'm saying well and more that's, people. Get, that's the whole thing with it. That's why they more, added twelve teams. <laughs> and it's more people spread out. I'm say, oh, talent. I'm gonna say talent. Talent is more spread out. Which I'll say in college football, college football is getting better, and it's the opposite of what of the NFL. Just because now that there's kids going everywhere, and in high in college is still the way they still do the same development system they did back in the day. So like, you now you got kids playing more. Which means, because the only way to get into football shape, Schnabel, is to play football. Like, yeah. you can get into workout shape to play football, but then you got to play football to get into football shape. And a lot of the pros, I, think, I think that's the same thing with baseball. Like, you can yeah, practice baseball 5,000 hours. But, like, unless you go up in a game situation, you're not going to know if you can hit the ball. Same thing with 707. 707 is beautiful, but 707 doesn't have linemen, and you're not getting rushed, and you're not getting hit. Yeah. So it's a totally different ball game when them bullets flying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like that's what I think it is. It's it's not as much and I know what you're saying on the pro level, you don't need as deep as coaching, but you still gotta develop that player. So and it just depends on like I look at Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis just has Jordan Davis and Chris Jones are two people who I just look and I'm just like, you're just a better athlete than everybody you go against. Like, yeah, your technique is flawed, but, like, Chris Jones stands up every time he pass rushes. But when you're strong, when you're the strongest dude in the NFL and you're pushing back an all-pro guard, I can't – yeah, I can tell you you're too high, but I just watched you make three sacks last game doing the same thing I told you not to do. Yeah. I, you feel me? So it's like it's, – it's kind of – and then the CBA and all of that component. So it's it's that. I think it's not as much development that should go on. And then there's a lot of just BS coaches, too. If you like all of this you're hearing from Kyle, go listen to – no, you're doing fine. You don't have to You don't have to freak out or anything like that. It's just time – I got – it's time's wrapping up, and I yeah. got to be the host I got to be, you know? I yeah. got to do no, no, what I got to do. I'm rambling everybody. 
But it's okay because this is your show. This is your learning about you. What I'm trying to say before you laughed and thought you did something wrong is if you love this, if you like this, go listen to Southern Hospitality. Go subscribe to it wherever you listen and subscribe to Schnabel Studios and you can find it whenever it comes out. It comes out once a month. First, what are we doing? First Friday of every month. First Friday, 100%. Except for this one because it came Except out last week. Yes. It so came out last February, first Friday, whatever. I don't, I don't know what that day is. I think it's the third believe anyway first friday of february is the next episode that you'll be able to find but you can listen to the last episode that he was talking about where they talk about the police and stuff like that you can listen to the last episode right now it is live on the schnabel studios page or wherever you find your podcast at southern hospitality i'm glad that we finally were able to get you on a mad props it's now my turn to go to your show this was actually by the way want to lift the curtain one more time when we decided to start doing this this was the point was mm-hmm. to have you come on my show, I go on your show, we all go on sketching up. Like everybody kind of mixes around and we get our podcast names out there and stuff like that. So finally got you on. We finally did some mixing here. I haven't done it yet. It's only been two years. Oh, <laughs> Not really, because Southern Hospitality's only been around for a year and Mad Props has been in and out until recently. So anyway, Kyle, thank you for coming on. Everybody that's watching, everybody that's listening. Everybody that's here right now, thank you all for being here. We appreciate everything that you've done in 2023 and before. We appreciate you being here in 2024. We're ready to really lift off with this. So we're hope you're here for the ride. We're hope you're here to be here with us. If you enjoyed this, hey, leave us a comment. Tell us how you thought it was. Give us a like. Give us a share. That's the thing about these podcasts. Like, the more you guys share it, the more you guys tell people about it, the more you share the posts we put out, things like that, the more eyes can get on it and the more people that can listen, the more they, we can bring you. The reason we're able to add some of these podcasts is because of the success of the ones that we already have. So if you like it, share it, subscribe to it, all that fun stuff. If we got to where we're at right now, I can't wait to see what 2025 is going to bring. One full year of doing all this is going to be great. Follow Schnabel Studios on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Mad Props. I say Schnabel Studios, so all that stuff, Schnabel's at Schnabel Studios. Follow Mad Props on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at Mad Props Pod. You can follow Schnabel Studios on all those, at Schnabel Studios. Follow Southern Hospitality on Instagram and Facebook. You're on Facebook as well, but we haven't done much on the Facebook yet. But Southern Hospitality Pod Pod. or Podcast? Pod. Southern Hospitality Pod. You can go follow see what's going on there see what they're doing there that's where you can find him as well make sure you subscribe to their podcast make sure you subscribe to this is your first time first time here okay i'm like all over the place right now it's been a long day of recording but i'm happy we got to go and do this thank you guys for being here as a special treat for the first day we're going to do a nice little throwback episode to piggyback on top of this um so thank you guys for being here can't wait for you to listen to this. This is a throwback episode from my former life before the podcasting when I was a radio host or doing old podcasts and stuff like that. That's what this is from. So enjoy the episode. Thank you guys for being here. And we'll see you at the rest of 2024. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. All right, welcome back. Chris here. I'm joined with uh, Waka Flame. Waka Flame. Waka Flocka. He's in the house. How you doing today? What's up, bro? How's the tour going? 
tour is tour, man. It's great. Hookie got me trapped in this electronic world with the Neon Dreams, and we're doing a Turn Up God tour. We were inside when we were waiting. It's going to be bumping. I'm telling you, it's going to be live tonight. It's what? going to be live tonight. Yeah, they were playing. They were just doing the DJs. The place was shaking. I can only imagine when you're getting, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be good. Uh, tell me about this new album coming up. You got one coming out in the winter, Flockavilla 2. Yeah, I, I'm about to drop Flockavilla 2. I just finished my track listing. Uh, I think it's time for me to drop my album. Man. Hookie got me in this electronic world so deep that I fell in love with it that now I... I forgot my core fans. Like they like, yo, Walker, what are you doing? Drop some shit. So now I'm about to get ready to drop. He did drop some. Uh, he dropped working. Yeah, I dropped working for the streets. They love it. That's that's the up and comer. That's the anthem to the the album, right? Yeah, that's the anthem. That's yeah. what it's all about. You know, working to get to where you are. That's it, man. Working. I've been working, man. Now recently, not that recently, but you went into a little bit of EDM, a little bit of uh, more dance music. What got you into that? Recently. Since 2012, we almost at 2016. Yeah, so I, I thought I was talking like not that recently. Actually, nah, like, I yo, forgot it's, it's almost 2016. Yeah, because the photos never die down. You know how you feel like stuff get old because you see an artist photos die down. Yeah, it's like okay, he's dead. <laughs> well, mine just seems like it's just go and go and go and go. It's like a nonstop train. There's no turn down to the turn up. I've actually seen you live before. You were with Drake. I think it was the Paradise Tour. Yep, Club Paradise. That was 2011. 2011, yeah. That's that's when I um started doing the EDM stuff. Was it more fun when you were opening up? Because there was a lot of guys on that tour. It wasn't just you and Drake. There was a ton of people on that. Was it more fun with all those guys, or you like going kind of by yourself? I was by myself. Yeah. Went into your show and that's it. Turned up. I was mostly just chilling with the fans. That's what got me into that. Electronic market because that's most of the people was there. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's what really got me into that market. Because when they're not at shows, they're in, you know places like right here at uh, Toads. There, that's all EDM club music. That that's what it's called. It's called club music. Club that's, music. That's what they want to hear. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the presidential run. Your little campaign going here. Yeah. How'd that come? How? For, actually, first of all, how do you feel with the stiff competition that Kanye's going for his his presidency? It's, it's amazing because it's flattering. It let me know why I re- what I did, it really impacted on a lot of people's lives. Yeah. No, I really did it just to, um, just to empower the things that needed to be empowered in life. Like being a president, a scientist, a doctor, a lawyer, a legislator, or whatever, some astronaut. It's not cool no more nowadays. When I was a kid, it was cool. People wanted to be like Ronald McNair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that was hard to me. But coming up now, they just want to be athletes and actors. You never see the next uh, firefighter or something like that. You no. Know? You, know, when, you know, we were growing up, that's the same thing. You know, when you're a kid, you're like, I want to be a firefighter. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be something like that. Now it's be an athlete, be an actor, or, you know, just a job. Not even either of those. It's the easy way know? out. I like that, though. I do like, you know telling people you know start reaching for for goals you know start and it's even better with the presidency get some people that aren't tied up all in the politics like you see these days get somebody that's just an american that wants to change you know yeah my grandfather ain't got to be a millionaire he ain't have to start an electric company or just you know what i'm saying yeah we got we, you could be from the ghetto from a trailer park from under a bridge if your outlook on life it's where you know you these people of your country of America need to be. That's what it should be. It's too much focus on another person's country when we got all the war we in the world here. 
Yeah. So we, we don't need to keep we it going. We're the only country that let the citizens carry guns. We need more peace, not as much war. Nah, we just need a solution. We need we need that we need to let the people well, so let's market let's market being older. Instead of everybody marketing to stay young, be young. Yeah. You don't know what's going on in the reality. You so busy trying to be a fucking kid that you don't know how to be an adult. It's like when uh <laughs> when when we were growing up, we're we're twenty two now. We're yeah. growing up, everyone, you know, you wanna be older, you wanna respect your elders. You don't even see people respecting older people anymore. It's for what, it's it's for what though? The parents don't even have the rights. Your parents can't even whoop you nowadays. They're going no. to jail. Look at Adrian Peterson. They goes, he goes, they say he's disciplining his child, and guess what? They kick him out of the NFL for a year just for that. So how's your, just your kids not your kids no more? No. They're controlled by other people. But that's what I'm saying. The people of America need to get those rights back. Stop the rights of a teacher because just walk into somebody's house. Yeah. The parents need their rights back. I feel like the people need their rights back. Now, from Atlanta, we all know that you know that's where you get the style from. And no, stuff I get it from Clayton County. I ain't from Atlanta, baby. Let's yeah, make Clayton. that clear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Clayton? Take County. that back. He's not from. I'm Atlanta, not from Atlanta. River, Clayton County, Riverdale. How uh, how much are you down there when you're not touring? Are you down there all the time? Or? That's where I'm at. You're always down there. Yo, not. bro, I don't. You know why you don't never see Waka Flocka with like Atlanta rappers? Cause when they hang in Atlanta, I be in Clayton County. Yeah. So you're not in where everyone else, you know. Nah. That's a good thing. Do your own thing, you know. I'm, thank you, bro. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with being myself. Maybe I don't want to go for awards. Like, how you win awards, you got to sign up X amount of months to even get voted. Like, I don't want awards. I don't I don't want to go to award show and let people tell me I'm great or I'm not. Like, I got sold out shows everywhere. People love me, so why should I go carry an award or why should I walk red carpet? Like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do that. Awards to submit are one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. It has to be a certain time before and it has to be on like a Tuesday before 5 o'clock and it's like, what? Like just, <laughs> who cares? Just, if it comes out, when it comes out. You know, if it's good, it's good. There's There shouldn't be anything. That's even like an that. album. Like, why the fuck should I do promo and do all oh, for what, bro? If the people love me, they like me, you sell a million, sell 10 copies. I don't give a shit. People walk up on me every day and tell me they love your music. Like, it is what it is. I, I see people every day write me, send letters or DMs or whatever. So, record sales or award shows can never tell me who I was as an artist. Because yeah. there's people when I first started that won more awards and sold more records, but they can't impact today just like I can. Yeah. It's, it's artists out here who albums could go gold to platinum, but they can't they can't impact how I can impact on stage. Yeah. Talking about other people, who do you, uh, who do you like that's in the game right now? Like everybody, it's hard yeah. to name. My newest guy right now is Travis Scott. I like Travis Scott. That new album. album just came out. That is, uh, I've been bumping it's different. that. It's yeah. different. Yeah, but I like it. It's really good. I've been bumping that since it came it's out. It's the youth. A couple, a couple days ago. So have you followed up? It's it's over now. But there was the Meek Mill and Drake feud. Did you follow that at all? Yeah, I peeped. A little bit. It was, no, that was a great. That was a great MC battle. Back and forth. Yeah, that was a great MC battle. You think Drake won it, or you think? Ah, uh, I, I can't. My opinion. I think the majority say Drake won it. It ain't just yeah. one person. That's just honest. Yeah, that's you don't really great. hear anyone saying Meek, Meek Mill won it, honestly. Meek Mill was speaking. What you're saying was not wrong. It's facts. But what you don't understand, this is entertainment. Yeah. And, and Drake entertained. Yeah. And it was amazing. I do, I, I do see the disrespect. You know, if you're going to have someone on an album, if you're going to put them on an album, you know, 
say say something, you know, say, hey, listen, I got a song on here, check it out. It's more of a respect thing more than anything. You know, respect the person you're going That's with. why I don't do musical artists. I like their music so much and I don't even want to do it with them. Because I don't want to have feuds, bro. I'm not good with feuds. People know that. Every time I catch a feud, it's on YouTube. So I don't know how to rap battle. I just go pull up at their concert. They probably got 10 securities. I'm going to hire 10 securities to get to those 10 securities. He probably got 20 homeboys. I'm going to come with 20 homeboys so I could just... You know what I'm saying? Entertain the artist. When you're coming up, when you're coming up through music, who uh, inspired you to get into it? Who are some of the people that you got into music because I, of? I ain't nobody inspired me. Inspired me. I ain't gonna lie. If it was somebody, I'd say Tupac. Tupac? Just because he spoke, he, he he was a poet, not a rapper. Yeah. He was an entertainer and a poet. Yeah. He did poetry before he did rap, and then he kind of just put music behind it and then released it to the world. And My point. I Look at today. It still stands here today. People still listen to Tupac, and that was what twenty something years. Can't ago, stop greatness, man. You really can't. People still listen to Flock of Valley. Came out six years ago. So still it's, bumping. It's amazing, you know? bro. Tupac was a great actor too. His movies are unbelievably good. He plays the character amazingly. <sighs> he like the Rock, movies. bro. Yeah, he could have. Yo, the Rock could be in anything. He could be a fucking a fucking robot in the movie. <laughs> he's the best robot you ever seen. Here. Like everything the Rock plays in, bro, he's the man. Yeah, actually, a Rock is another role model I looked up to as a kid. Oh, and he was in uh, he's the people's champ, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I always know my life. The people love me. It's nothing nobody can say to me. The people is God. Yeah, the people like you know God love you. I was the same way. I love the Rock because the Rock, you know what? He was kind of a good role model because he didn't let anybody tell him what to do he, he, he did what he wanted to do to get where he had to get well, he graduated in life yeah know look where saying? he is now you know look where he started look where he is now he's huge now everyone knows he who played the rock Hercules is. like this guy's <laughs> he rescued so, somebody on an airplane air, a helicopter <laughs> like, this guy's just everywhere fast and furious he's everywhere when you're on uh, let's go with Twitter is that you or is that somebody tweeting for you that's me I got it right here on my phone do you answer a lot of fans? Yeah, of course. There'd just be so many of It's crazy. <laughs> I can only imagine, you know, because I don't have many followers, but I can only imagine someone that has millions of followers. As you wake up in the morning, how many notifications do you think you have from Twitter? You don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I just be killing it sometimes. They just go crazy. It depends on the day, bro. You know, yeah, I think most people probably won't want to hit you because, like, oh, he ain't going to never check it. Some days you might get, like, 500 notifications. 100, nice. 20, 120, 200. Like, you never know. You never know the number. So you're big into sports. What's your favorite sport to play? Basketball. Basketball? Of course. I saw a video of you dunking on somebody on, uh, I think it was Facebook. Yeah, I yammed it. Is it? Is that what you're looking at him? Was it him? No, I'm just looking at Pac-Man. Oh, I was gonna say. He know I'm the best on the bus. Forget forget that clip. Let's talk about reality right now. Can't nobody on this bus beat me. <laughs> Including my older brother. They used to bully me and back me down like This dude right here is playing a basketball game tonight. He is? Yeah. Whoa. He's going up at up at the school, up in New Haven. Whoa. What are you playing with? Hey, what are you playing with? Rec League. It's, it's free agents playing in the Rec League. It ain't nothing special. Oh, NBA free agents? Not, not even. It's uh, <laughs> just a bunch of students sign up for play. Yeah, and they play with, like, uh, in the stadium, not in stadium, basketball court. We have a court up there, yeah. When? Uh, in H. What time? 
10.15. What time am I going to stay? 11? Oh, you lucky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, he's calling you out now. No, he's right, though. I don't. <laughs> Good football player, too? Nah, but I just beat my brother in Madden 21-0, and before that, I whooped him. And before that, I quit because I ain't. Cause this guy named Cello, he do like head of security. He be cheating. He'll come through, play pro while we on all Madden. Like this guy's a cheater. <laughs> yeah, he right there with the white t-shirt. Yeah. Behind you. All right, cool. You quit on? You quit on him? Yeah, I come quit, back. I quit. I quit. I, I, he whacked me. <laughs> what are your favorite teams? My favorite team in football. I'm a hometown guy. Falcons. Falcons. How you think they're looking this year? Not good. Not good. We, got, we need a new coach. Who's the coach? Is it the same coach? We just need a coach, bro. Is it the coach. same coach it's always been? Bro, we need a coach. I don't know. Who. <laughs> yeah, no, Casper, that's our coach. <laughs> we need a coach. It's not the our players is always the best. We need a coach, bro. They did. They got a running back, uh, Coleman. Man, we he need a real. coach. I don't give a damn who we got. We need a coach. Someone will guide them. Coach. Get them there. What about in basketball? What's your favorite team? Thunders. Thunder, Thunder, bro. <laughs> what about them? They I just like the, I like, I just like the, how they swag, bro. They <laughs> swag like a team, you know. Russell what I mean? Westbrook, man. Yeah, yeah. Bro. They don't like competition, competition. They just signed a coach. They signed uh, Billy Donovan, the old Gator coach. Yeah, I heard about that. I like him as I actually used to go to Florida before I came up here. For real? Yeah, oh, year and a half. And uh, I liked him as a coach. He actually had a chance to go to the NBA. He was gonna go to the Magic. That's the team I like in basketball. You do? Yeah. And good luck. <laughs> you know Have saying? you seen the people they got? Good luck. <laughs> my, my, my young boy played for them, Tobias Harris. That's my little bro. That's my yeah. little bro. I love Tobias Harris, man. Him and Victor. I That's love my little two, bro. <laughs> he balls. He's real. Yeah. Yeah, see, I wasn't joking. I wasn't lying. The magic is stocked and young, though. They are. I'm telling you, maybe not next year, but, the, you know, a couple yeah, years. Big. Man, he do play for him still. He's a starting guard. Yeah, I hit my boy. <laughs> Damn, I got to call my boy. I actually met them. I met all their players after a game uh, last year. What? Last season, yeah. Good luck, though. Yeah. You can come see these thunders. We're going to need it, right? Yeah, you're damn sure is. <laughs> when KD comes back, who gets the shot? KD or uh, Westbrook? We, we won't go through that. We just, we just win the game. Look at this. I love hitting Don't my phone. That. How'd you break your phone? Who the fuck knows? They got the plus? Yep. I heard the plus bends if you, like, sit wrong or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know what the hell wrong with them folks' ass. They got an ass of steel or something. Cello, you think you could bend this phone? Yeah, you definitely could. I've just been <laughs> fucking with Cello all day. <laughs> yeah, Flockavelli 2 on the way. Working single is out right now. And my working video be done it'd be out in like the next week and a half i'm following that up with a on the pm so you're looking for uh campaign volunteers fans can go to www.wakaflockabsm.com sign up go on the presidential campaign and squad we trust that's right that's the uh that's the slogan right there he's gonna hold some meet and greets on his tour dates have parties rallies etc you name it he's probably gonna do it right yeah, he's gonna do it with the realist got down <laughs> he's gonna do it the realist yeah uh, turn up God tour. Yeah, go check it out. Next stop, DC, and go follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anything, anything he's got. Go follow him on it. Get his campaign going. Thanks for joining us. All right.
Loved having you on. And we'll Squad, I trust, man. Squad. Go, uh, go get his album when it comes out. Go listen to Working. Go watch the video. Go follow him. We'll be right back. In your mouth. <laughs>